I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. A-D-N. It's headphones, Neil! guys and welcome back to headphones neil reviews i'm your host as always headphones neil bringing you my review or updated review of the 2006 to 2014 tv show psych so of all the tv shows that i've watched over the years one of the shows that stands out as my favorite especially in the comedy genre but in general as far as overall favorite tv show psych definitely or psych definitely stands out as one of them Along the lines of what Stargate SG-1 does for sci-fi, Psych does for comedy. Um, around the same time, there was a show called Monk starring Tony Shalhoub, which I also was a fan of. But as far as overall consistency and rewatchability, Psych holds or stands up the test of time for the most part, um, to the point of 90% of it being generally very well done. Thing, there are small things for here and there that don't. Um, hold up um, as far as what the show does so things like smartphones are introduced over the course of the show um, you don't have too much as far as um, LCD TVs but there is a show where or there is an episode where um, Gus talks about his plasma TV and then on the whole thing with cell phones um, there is an ep- episode where Sean buys his dad a, um, an iPhone case So there are things like that where the show does a really good job of um, staying current with current trends. So it is up to date as far as what things are going on, what's new, what's, um, you know, quote, hip for the time. So it does, or the reason that it stands up over time for me is that it evolves with current trends so it knows what's going on all the characters um experience a lot of personal growth over the course of the show to the point where you know sean early on is a very free spirit he's single he has his motorcycle he he's had you know a whole number of jobs i forget what the number they say was but it was you know for example something like 20 to 30 jobs over the course of his career whereas gus his best friend only has had a couple they introduced Juliet as the replacement for Lassiter's 
girlfriend because he's experiencing um, personal issues with his ex-wife. But they also give Carlton a chance to grow and um, change, not necessarily change, but adjust his views on things. So um, he falls in love with a lady who's actually trying to help her brother, but commits crimes to ensure that he gets the health care he needs. But because it, the law is the law, um, his uh, eventually wife's brother has to go to jail so he does get the care he needs but has to pay for his crimes she, um, she pays for her crimes by going to jail as well by being an accessory to murder so things like that like you have a lot of character development over the course of the show um, one of the people who does become a chick in the bucket sort of so to speak is probably the chief um, early on she has a pretty big role in the first half of the show but eventually she doesn't necessarily get phased out but by the end of the show she is for a short time uh, replaced by a new chief so um which is a whole trout story arc so you do have a little bit of um adjustment there to account for her not being there and it's not necessarily a detriment to the character but because it could be something you know in a personal life where she had to uh, take care of other stuff which I don't know about but when you're watching the show you do realize after some time that she's not actually on the show so you kind of wonder where she's at what's going on why have we gone so long without um, her but they do bring her back and deal with that but they do actually work create a story arc to deal with all of that so um, and that's all dealing with how she runs the SBPD, which is her way of doing things, but I guess it rubs certain people the wrong way. So, um, that, they deal, they create that whole story arc with bring, with get, taking her off the cast, but bringing her back in season eight to, um, tell everybody that she's moving to, that she's uh, taking a job as chief of police in San Francisco, which they deal with very well at the end of the show. So, all of that's, that is good stuff. Um, they also deal a lot with uh, Sean and his parents. So they are divorced. A lot of it was because of Sean's mom's career choices. Though at the time of the divorce, Sean didn't know about it. So he assumes that it was all his father's fault. So they have a lot of um, growth and personal connection with Sean and his father. That They, have that, they give the show to room to grow as far as um dealing with healing with that relationship um allowing them to bond together that much more um you see a lot early on as far as that friction between the two um you see how sean um got his quote psychic abilities which is a lot which is essentially related or related quite a bit to what his father taught him so even though sean doesn't not necessarily give his father all the credit that he deserves um, Sean ultimately grows to understand what his father was trying to teach him, especially later on, or I want to say maybe in the second half of the show where they have a show or a two episode arc called Santa Barbara Town where Sean's father gets shot and Sean wants to find his father's shooter. And that kind of gives that final um, nail in the coffin, so to speak, as far as um, um, bridging the relationship between the two that over the course of the show they are working towards um, peripherally mending their relationship bringing them closer together and 
kind of taking the edge off between what Sean's dad was trying to do and then Sean's hatred of his father for that divorce. And then over the course of the show, Sean learning that his mom took a job to promote her own growth and that it was her idea for the divorce. And then Sean's dad not wanting to work as hard as he could to maintain that relationship, not get a divorce, but also being as career driven as Sean's mom. So they deal with a lot of that stuff in the, you know, in the psych universe. So it's a lot more on the lighthearted side of things, but they do deal with a lot of that stuff as far as um, Sean being the son of two parents who are career driven and leading to that divorce. And then, for example, also um, bringing up the fact that Sean, or sorry, not Sean, but Gus is a big factor in Sean's life that has been constant over the course of his over the course of Sean's life from their childhood that Sean and Gus have always been friends so over the course of the show while they made a lot of jokes about Gus and his relationships and not having you know respectable girls and um finding girls that are not necessarily good girls so to speak um or even like you know they they deal with serial killers and things like that but not necessarily being girls that are respectable like you know that girl that you can take home to your parents to meet them for marriage and all that but they deal with all those various sort of social personal friendship familial and all those various sort of perspectives to show that life isn't as straightforward and easy as people expect so all of that was very is very well done over the course of the eight seasons um and then even um with sean and julia's relationship when you have um the character arc with um i want to say his name is declan i forget his name offhand but when Declan and Julia start dating and he sh- tells Juliet about that he's not a true criminal pathologist, he's been lying about it and tells the truth. Um, while Sean doesn't um, outright tell Juliet the truth at that time, even though he wanted to, and she ends up finding out later around season seven, they deal with all of that as well, that um, Julia's father was a con man and... Um, she had a lot of trust issues as far as that goes, as far as her father not being a truth teller and then um, her knowing about her stepfather not also telling the truth, that he had a gambling problem and not telling um, Julia's mom about it. So they deal with a lot of different, you know, f- social issues as well. And kind of, they take the psych approach to which I which as in a lot of the um, topics that they deal with is very lighthearted but they cover a lot of those different topics that life isn't straightforward Um, everybody has their own issues and personal um, you know demons so to speak to deal with so um, that's one of those reasons why I like the show but on the flip side all of that serious stuff aside we have a lot of silly stuff as well so um, from what I understand, the site, the show over the course of all their episodes makes a thing about having a pineapple in each episode. I don't know why they settled on a pineapple, but starting from the first episode and going all the way to the end, supposedly they have a pineapple showing up in every single episode. So, um, 
um, the first episode I think straight up was Sean saying having seeing a pineapple in Gus's apartment and wanting to slice it up for the road and then being more creative about it for the rest of the show. So you know where you know it could be a logo on someone's shirt or making an appearance like as a thing on someone's shelf or in a picture or something like that. Supposedly, a pineapple makes an appearance in most of the shows. So. That's one of the things to stand out or, or to look out for when you're watching the episodes. And then, of course, on the more comedic front, you have things like um, Burton's name being messed up um, along the way after the whole dinosaur incident. So um, you have Brutal Hustler and Bruton Gaster and things like that. You have Sean making nickname for Gus for just about every episode of the show except for the last one in the breakup where Sean has trouble making that fake name because he has a hard time telling Gus um, about how he's closing down Psych and wants to move up to San Francisco to be with Juliet. Um, so things like that all stand out. So overall, when you're watching the show, you see that progression of the characters. You, you see all their growth, growths. Um, you see Sean mature, not necessarily maturing as a character, but maturing in certain aspects as far as uh, relationships go so um over the course of the show you see him being that free spirit busting in the beginning but free being less of a free spirit at the end but wanting to focus on juliet to show that he wants to you know at the point where um juliet finds out about sean not being a psychic um sean is prepared to actually tell chief vic that he's not a psychic and he would give up being a psychic to so that he could be with juliet so things like that like you see that character growth that it's less about him and more about the people he cares about and all of that and even in the breakup he um he ultimately which they leave as a kind of hanging uh reply but he Basically, you're left to assume as a viewer that he's going to tell Lasseter that he is not a psychic and Lasseter is the only person who over the course of the entire show who is the only person besides Burton and Sean's dad knows that or even suspected at the very least that Sean is not a psychic. So um, all of that is very well done. They keep a lot of those storylines very tightly done. They round it out very nicely. Um, the only two storylines that are kind of weird is that they don't actually determine if Ch uh, Chief Vic knows if Sean is a psychic or not. Um, I want to say she probably knows and doesn't want to say anything because um, she knows that Sean knows that he's lying and he's helping catch the bad guy. So um, part of the thing about her character is that she's looking at the bigger picture rather than personal gain which is one of those things i want to say in around season five through seven at some point when they're when um i think it's the episode called lassiter does a bad thing where um she tells i think it's campos or one of those other de detectives that she doesn't care about what you know the district attorney or the mayor or anyone is saying that she would rather focus on making sure lassiter is proven innocent and the bad guys go to jail so it's one of those things where she knows where i suspect that she knows that sean isn't a psychic but is not saying anything because he's um he's not an actual official 
employee of the city so he can kind of work as a private investigator outside of the law she knows that he's on a psychic so she he's able to kind of break those rules bend those rules and things like that but doesn't say anything because she knows that ultimately he's gonna do what needs to be done as a private investigator to um help bring the bad guys to justice and because he's not an actual employee of the department that he is able to do those extra things that the police cannot but because he's working with the police that that um she's allowing him to get away with those sorts of things so between that and last and last are always assuming over the course of the show that sean is not a psychic even though he can fail the or he, he can beat the lie detector lie detector test he um Lasser is the only other person besides Gus and Sean's dad that knows for sure that Sean is not a psychic so things like that all overall the course of the, over the course of the show all of that stuff generally just works together um by the end of the show you do receive things like Lasser loosening up a little bit that he's accepting of Sean and Gus being around do acting the way they are because he knows how they are um because he suspects that Sean is not a psychic he lets things go but they play it off as him being too busy to deal with them because he needs to find a head detective, do the work of him as a chief and a head detective. So dealing with all of that it kind of plays together very well. Um, the main other story that kind of doesn't play out over the course of the show is um, Gus actually finding a girlfriend and ultimately getting married to settle down and have a family. But I feel like that was a purpose of the um, three movies that they came out with after the show ended. Um, or one of the two reasons why they came out with the, show, the movies after the show ended was to deal with um, Bert, or Burton or Gus essentially finding a wife and getting married, which was, I think, in the third movie. Um, the first two movies kind of dealt or the first movie dealt with... Um, the actor who plays Carlton Laster, uh, Timothy Ombudsman, having a stroke, I believe. So that was why I think he wasn't in the first movie, but a, a quick phone call between him and Julia because he was on the recovery. Um, second and third movies dealt with him and the general further recovery of him. So it was good to see that he, even though he had those health issues, it's good to see that he was able to make a good recovery. And if you listen to the Psych podcast, I think it's called The Psychologists Are In, you hear how well he's been able to recover and how and take and move on with his life beyond having that stroke and recovering from those various health issues that he Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. 
from ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. He's been having, so... Um, like I said, overall, the show does a really good job of t- keeping the various um, storylines complete and tied together it, to the point almost where it feels like um, there was someone or even if the, the showrunners run, show were doing that good of a job of ensuring that all of the storylines were kept tight and concise that they were missing out anything someone was really keeping or someone was keeping really good notes to the point where everything generally ties together so when you watch everything you really see how good the show keeps everything nice and tight and concise so when you're watching everything by the end of the season you're not really felt too left out with anything being incomplete or brushed or um not resolved or anything like that so um if i was to recommend the show now i would definitely recommend watching it like i said early on um the main thing that stands out as not being really current is the whole thing with cell phones and technology and things like that but they deal with that as the show progresses because early on you have things like flip phones and things like that and then as the iphone came out they dealt with that you have sean and his dad the whole thing with the christmas um gift competition with sean and his dad um and the cell phone and the cell phone case and the psych themed golf balls and all of that so um overall they stay pretty current with um trends and um current tech items and things like that so like i said overall even though the show is from um early on in the whole technological revolution and things like that they deal with it as best as they could for the time so even though it is kind of dated now it does it is still an enjoyable show to watch um because of all the character interactions and that they deal with a lot of stuff as they go on as far as socially um as far as social issue goes and goes and things like that so if i was to grade the show i definitely give it a grade of an a um because of all the character growth of all the stuff that i mentioned in this review so um overall like i said it's one of my favorite shows on tv next to you know the likes of things shows like stargate sg1 so for the genre psych is definitely a good show to watch it may not be you know shows like the mentalist or anything like that which i actually have never seen an episode of but for me and my comedic entertainment psych definitely holds up 
I know I've been wanting to also watch uh, or rewatch uh, Monk. We kind of did enjoy that show as well when that show was on the air. Um, but it's one of those things where you don't have quite as much growth as I remember as Psych does because you have things like um, Monk dealing with the loss of his wife, but it, it's more of, along the lines of a week over week um, dealing of individual cases and then factoring in Monk's personality. So it's more of a, I want to say law and order type show rather than a show on its own to deal with how things are going. It does, and just as a side tangent from my memory of it, Monk does deal with or deal well enough from my memory of it that um, you have a person who ha is dealing with the loss of his life on one hand and on the other hand, you're dealing with someone who has obsessive compulsive disorder and how he's um, living his life on a day-to-day -day basic, base, or not basic, but base is, because he, um, he has this ability to um, view details that no one else sees and solve crimes and things like that, which is a, I can't, it's kind of a variation on Psych, which is probably why I enjoy it, but they don't necessarily deal with the, or they deal with the course of his um, his obsessive, his OCD over the course of the show, and they have individual episodes. Like from my memory memory of it, they have an episode where he takes medication that makes him less obsessed, less OCD, and more of a normal person in day to day life. But then the side effect is that he's more over the top to be kind of like a self-serving billionaire type kind of thing you know he has a big ego he does what he needs to do he doesn't really respect you know sharona if i think if i'm remembering that episode right and things like that but um basically you have a person who's stuck in his ocd who's stuck with not necessarily stuck but he's still dealing with the loss of his wife so it's all those little things where they do a good job in the show with um, Monk, but it doesn't necessarily feel like it's as much focused on the character development. It's more based on the case-by-case -case progression of the character. So it's one of those things where I feel like I want to watch just the um, last couple of episodes or last couple of seasons to see what they do with the character to round up the show. Or mostly because I don't remember how they ended the show. So I kind of want to see how the show ends just to review that and see if it's as good as I remember or if I just miss it entirely and need to watch the ending to see how that ends. But as far as I goes, overall, like I said, it's a good um, episode by the episode and um, progression of the characters. And by the end of the show, they ended very well to the point where it's very satisfying. They know that the show is ending you do you know see things like Carlton loosening up on um uh Sean and Gus but still having his usual level of disdain disdain for them um you have him trying to play up their usual um craziness to try and push out the um head to death that's being pushed on him to try and get Juliet back so um all in all it was good stuff it doesn't feel rushed um, even though you know the show is ending and you couldn't see it as they're um, 
work as they're doing it, but it's not. It doesn't not necessarily fall into the now what I'm calling the Game of Thrones effect, where it feels like they rush into the ending. It feels like they progress nicely to end the show, and the movies after that are to deal with any further lingering issues that they were not able to take care of in the final season. Where whether it's uh, you know they're not they didn't want to do another season, or they um, maybe the cast didn't want to come back. They couldn't get contracts or anything like that. The movies basically just feel like they're rounding out some of those um, unsettled um, story arcs that they were unable to finish during the course of the show to finish it off. But like I said, it's not like they rushed the ending. It landed per- very well. They did. A, they did a really good job, just like Starcade SG One, which is why the two shows stand out for me as being really good shows that ended very well. So that's all there is for this particular review. So I know I went a little bit longer than I expected, but I kind of wanted to cover a lot of different bases. I definitely recommend watching the show if you like um, the idea of a comedic fake detective. Um, Early on, you might think that it's really cheesy and corny and Sean is super immature, which is the case, but... Overall, you're, you are able to grow into all of the different characters and the story arcs. And you, by the end of the eighth season, you are really invested in the show to the point where you do want to see the movies. And the movies do take care of the lingering issues. So, um, and they, the, for example, the first two movies do deal very well with the idea of um, the actor who plays Carlton, Carlton Laster having that stroke and recovering from that so, stroke. The third movie deals with um, Gus get finally fi- um, settling, settling down with a girlfriend and getting married and dealing with a marriage. Um, Lasseter uh, recovering and become and returning as chief and dealing with all that. The um, idea that his daughter has now grown up and being a strong character, just like his mom. So they deal with a lot of that stuff very well, even though they deal with it in a very comedic fashion. So. That's kind of why I recommend watching watching the show because for me, the level of humor is very well done, but they also deal with all those, these various issues in a very respectful, respectful and a good manner. So that's all there is for this particular review. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback, thoughts of your own regarding um, this review or the show or anything like that, the... Uh, website for the subscription link supporting the show social media links and all of that stuff can be found at headfulzeal.reviews um and of course and um if you are a follower on the blog at pateln01.com you can check out my latest um cross post that i did on uh the website as well regarding the sony zv e10 so you'll see, a, you should have already heard a quick um, update on that as far as um, playing with the camera, learning about digital camera setups and things like that. So look out for another review coming soon, but this was kind of like an, an alpha initial take on that sort of stuff. So um, thank you for being a supporter. Um, all of that stuff can be found on the website at reviews. Uh, thanks for tuning into this particular review, and I know I've done a review probably previously as well. Um, I don't remember if I 
if this was prior to my transition over to headphones needle dart reviews but um basically i had a chance to rewatch the show i wanted to um kind of have background uh a background show to listen to and watch and psych of course always comes up is of the you know between psych and stargate issue one psych is the easier one to get through just because it's only eight seasons stargate is a little bit harder because it's you know 21 episodes per season it's 11 seasons so it does take some time and it takes away from watching um other stuff that i could review but um overall I, if you want something light easy to listen to and watch then i definitely recommend psych i do i give it a grade of an a because it is my kind of humor it and basically the course of this review is the is my explanation for why i enjoy the show and recommend watching it so like i said all those um social media site sites and links uh supporting the show subscription options and all of that can be found on the website at headphones and Love reviews thanks for tuning into this particular episode and until next time Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.